We ready to drop this thing? Uh, Houston, uh, we are uh, ready. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. Atomic batteries to power. Four. Prepare for warp speed. Turbines to speed. Three. Standby transwarp drive. Two. Roger. Ready to move up. On my mark. One. Let's go. This is the Low Down Sports Show with Drew. Yes, sir. And BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome in to another episode of the Low Down Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. That's a big sticker. I'm Drew. I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. Ladies and gentlemen, BJ's got himself a sticker. I've got stickers, Drew. We're, we're, I hey. just wanted to kind of do a little bit of a dramatic entrance there hey. if you were watching on the YouTubes. But uh, we're, we're having fun. It's a, it's a Thursday. It's live now. We're having fun. We're getting ready to talk all things basketball, Drew. And we are also getting ready to retire this booklet. Oh, mine. man. This is the last, last episode. Run. The last oh, episode with the fateful goodness. booklet with all episodes but the first three. Wow. So, like 80 plus man. then, because this, oh, yeah. is, this is number 25 here in season three. Mm. And, uh, you know, before that, we had 50 in season two and 10 in season one. So, I got 82 in here. I believe. 82, 85 yep, 82, episodes. My goodness. 85 episodes in here. Legendary booklet. Legendary booklet. It will be uh it'll be the first artifact that we put in the lowdown hall of fame. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Maybe enshrinement right for now. For sure. First ballot. First ballot. <laughs> first ballot. No, no question. <laughs> Anybody doesn't vote this, you know, we gotta we gotta do something with you. I don't I don't know. I don't know what we gotta do with you, but you're making the wrong choices. Ladies and gentlemen, here for our twenty fifth edition of season three, uh the lowdown, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh got some NBA All Star recapping. For you i mean we had some good we had some bad we had some why is he there uh we also <laughs> want to dive into a little bit of what's going on in the nba i mean we got some free agents out there that are available and the final 21 games or so of the season mm-hmm. are right here so dive into that a little bit as well uh au hoops debuting right now the first game is going on there uh two quarters into it and we got another game later after we're done with this recording. So we might be able to pop in with some live action once we get to that later because it'll still be going on and let you know who wins this first game. But we got a good battle going on. Team Williams has won the first two quarters. So they got all the points so far. That's how that's going on. Uh, also going to let you know when that WNBA draft is, if you don't know. Maybe yeah. talk a little schmitching about it. Yeah, I, I think so. And I, I think, Drew, I don't know if, if you mentioned this, but you got some big name Hall of Famers going into the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame, or, or have been mm. finalists. Finalists, pretty, pretty much, been almost selected. guarantees that they'll be inducted. Pretty right? much, and we'll, we'll talk to those we'll, people. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. we should. There's a big we... name for Dallas Maverick fans out there. Oh yeah, no surprise. We though. know. We know. <laughs> also got BJ's best. What's on Drew's mind in that beloved game of With It or Quit It that everybody loves so. Yeah, I was telling Drew pre pre show before we started that I think he's really going to enjoy this. I had to take a phone call. That, that I went and I dug deep. I actually got the person on the phone 
that is uh, okay. that we're going to be talking about in BJ's Best. So it's okay, good. I think we're going to have some fun with this one tonight, Drew. Some very very exclusive stuff with the last minute phone calls in there. You done busted <laughs> those out, BJ. Getting deep in your back as you should. But it's about time to get it going if you're ready. Oh, of course, Drew. I'm ready. Let's get it. Let's do it. The lowdown starts. Well, it started about four minutes ago, but it officially starts this episode now. Right now. NBA All-Star Weekend, ladies and gentlemen. There was some good. There was some bad. There was some I didn't see. There's some that I'm glad I didn't see, apparently. (laughs) Uh, And some stuff I wish I had seen, but I saw the replays of it, so it was good Mm -hmm. enough. Um, NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, BJ, where would you like to start? I uh, mean, I, I think we should start with the best of the best. I've okay, got a couple of stuff. clips. Yeah, I think, okay. I think we got a couple of good clips as well that we can show in case our, uh, our lovely... before the bad news. So. Yeah, our lovely spectators might have missed it. A pretty historic performance on uh, the Skills Challenge night on Saturday night, especially if you're a fan of the dunk contest. This is where I kind of wanted to pick your brain. Uh, you know, if, if you didn't know, Mac McClung, like your pick, you called it, you called it. I know, I know you can, you can take your victory lap. I, I said, I do, to be fair though, I did say if it's not Trey Murphy, it's Mac McClung. I, I, I wanted to go a little bit, you know, different pick, but I'm, I'm glad that Mac McClung won because I mean, when you see what he was able to do, Drew, I mean, we're talking about a historic performance. Want me to roll that beautiful clip footage? Roll it, roll it. I'm worried about the guy holding the other guy. Some boy, he gonna go down. Oh, that's a fifty. That's a fifty. Uh, I gotta see if he hit the backboard. That's a fifty. Smiles. Yes, I gotta see if he hit the backboard. That's a fifty. I gotta see if the hold on. You rough the name on the back. So you see how everyone's standing, including us. Young fella, and a reverse. I have one thing to say. Welcome to the NBA. Giannis' reactions is crazy. Look at Alvarado, and look at baby Alvarado right there. Here comes McClung. Oh, Hezzy. That's a Hezzy. That's called a Hezzy dunk. So you Hezzy in the air. Yeah, yeah, that's a ooh. And that might be an ah, too. I I think that's a 49 and a half. That's like one shade under 50. That's one shade (laughs) under 50. Oh, look at Giannis. You you better be worried. Look at Giannis. Yeah, you got to be worried. And he's putting on the handle. Going to shake him up. Good job, man. It's oh, over. my goodness. It's over. Lady A star has been born tonight. His name will be realmed throughout the country for 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Go, young fella. Go. You have won me over, Matt. I'm going to say this. Matt McClung. Matt McClung has saved the dunk contest. Wait, wait, let me see. Two years straight. straight. That's a 720. That's almost oh a 720. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's a 360. A G-leaguer has that saved. Almost, he has the, saved the dunk he contest. Almost, he almost did the 720, but he won't stop at the reverse. Oh, that's a six. Mac McClung of the Philadelphia 76ers. That's what's up, man. That's great for Matt. A superstar has been born tonight. Jack, what do you think about Matt? What's up? He saved the dunk contest. 
So you he heard was, it there. A lot of people saying Mac saved the dunk contest. Really. He was That's, electric, man. That, that, is, mean, that was one heck of a show. Only missed a perfect 50s across the board slate of all four dunks by, what, one point, Drew? Was It, it was one mm. point off of, uh, of getting all 50s on, on all four dunks. Still mm. remarkable. So the, the biggest question, you know, a lot of people were saying it at the time, and you continue to hear it. Is that true? Did Mac McClung save the dunk contest? Well, he saved it at least for this year. And, you know, definitely everybody uh, liked the dunk contest this time around, especially with the way he went through and just completely dominated it. Because, you know, we're used to people missing so many dunks over the years. And even star dunkers like Dennis Smith Jr., when he did it back in the day, like we used to see him do it like nothing. We heard he always did it like nothing in practice. But, you know, at the stage, you know, he missed some. And if he would have been spot on, you know, maybe Dennis Smith Jr. would have saved the dunk contest. Don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, it's definitely at least saved for this year. It's only saved further on if, you know, somebody else comes in and, like, it's a good dunk contest again. If this is the start of something. So if in five years we have five good dunk contests, we can definitely be like, yeah, Mac McClung. Back, back in 2023, he saved the dunk contest. And we've had nothing but good dunk contests since. Do you think this is going to lead to renewed interest from actual, like, more NBA stars per- performing in the dunk contest? I mean, the biggest reason, I think, has been because LeBron has never participated in it. Uh, do you think that seeing some of McClung's handles and flashes on those dunks is going to get more interest from from? NBA players proper, like NBA stars? Nah, I don't think that alone is going to do it for, for the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think there's going to have to be heavy incentives involved for them to do it. Because, I mean, as as good as a lot of these guys are at Duncan, they got a lot of pride, too. And if you put four studs out there, nobody's going to want to go out in the first round. Everybody's going to want to make the finals and stuff. So, like, you know, you got to get a group of people that's willing to do it and like, you know, is just doing it for the incentive or, uh, you know, whatever is on the line for it aside from the trophy. Cause they don't care about the trophy or they'd be doing it now. But like, uh, it's definitely going to be some pride involved with those guys, uh, in that situation. Um, probably I, I would think cause you know, depending on what the incentive is, let's just say it's $2 million. You know, you got four of the game's best, uh, players and dunkers in there, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't even know who you could throw in off the top. Let's just go like John, John Morant. Mm-hmm. Um, goodness. Heck, who else? I mean, um, Tatum had a couple of you, impressive uh, dunks. In maybe Jalen Brown could proper. get freaky out there. Maybe, maybe Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, who else has got good bounce like that that would be, you know, make it worthwhile? Because, I mean, we've seen a lot. Mm-hmm. so far and yeah. we gotta have like the mac mcclugs who like who have true bunnies like that not just mm-hmm. like flashy dunkers so like john yeah. definitely counts because he's he's jumping out of the gym yeah and he would be able to do some things like that because he has hang time mm-hmm. um we'll just have to see man it would be it would be nice uh and and especially if, if the guys go in and like they're like yeah it's cool if we do win and then they don't care if they don't if they come in yeah. just you know really trying to have, to have fun, fun. And put on a display, but really like, like that incentive would be real cool. That's why I'm here. And, but if I lose though, it's not really, I'm not really tripping. Cause this is really awesome. Then I think it would be really fun. So 
I don't think it's influenced them, Mac McClung alone, but some incentive is going to come along to make things better because people had a lot of general complaints about All-Star Weekend. Um, if there's anything you can spice up while it's, you know, got some momentum right now, you know, maybe some dunk contest, you know. So who, who yeah. knows? Who knows? But well, the All-Star game itself, uh, Drew, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about. I don't know yeah. if, if you had a certain list, but. You know, you you talk about wanting to bring something like incentive wise to the dunk contest. There's incentive out there in the All Star game, but we're not seeing you know like a like a, a more than just kind of a, you know running down the court for for open breakaway dunks or half court shots and everything like that. You're not seeing the try hard. You're not trying to you know seeing a whole lot of defense being played. So, you know, is is there enough of an incentive for the dunk contest more so than what you're doing in the NBA all-star game that, you know, what, what's the difference and is, is that going to spice it up anymore? If, if there's not as much interest on the player side when they're performing in the actual game itself. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I feel like they would just, I don't know if they could say anything. Maybe it's just more injury risk for the all-star games. But if you're making this hoorah about, you you know, things being for the fans, you know, mm-hmm. and all that, like, it's time to make it for the fans. I mean, like, just that that horrible display this year. And I'll give you the numbers on that, um, the All-Star game, BJ. Um, yeah. The ratings went down tremendously. Yeah. Um, compared to even just last season, ratings declined 29% and viewership 27% from last year's All-Star game. Man. Man, that's, that's a lot. Major for the that's, NBA. That's you know we're, we're talking, we've been talking about how well the NBA has been doing with their ratings in the past few years, and and they didn't they just agree to like a new extension in the like the past year or so that that was going to get them like in the billions for the TV rights or something like that. I, I I think I remember something like that, but they're they're not getting you know that kind of money if they're not able to to get better ratings, they got to figure something out for the NBA all-star game. I mean, we've got a clip here. Uh, Jason Tatum went off and scored an all-star game record 55 points. You can, we got a clip of, of his performance on Sunday night. You can kind of see what we're talking about with the lack there of defense in this clip. Look it up front for Embiid. Mitchell is still defense. Mark that down, Candace. First <laughs> defensive moment of the day. Tatum will do the same. Was that a message? Was that a message, Reggie? All right, you got DeRozan. A hit or miss. Tatum, fire. Oh. Oh. Jason Tatum. Hey, uh, Reggie, you know what we call that for the king. We call that a business. Oh, long three. Rattles it home. I mean, we've seen three logo threes since this quarter began. Cavaliers right now sitting in the fourth position. They've got home court in the playoffs if it should stay that way. With no, don't toy with him, Tatum. Games don't so toy long. with him. Tatum. That's what he's doing. Don't toy with him, Tatum. Listen, he thought about it. He thought about it. Was like, nah. Tatum, wow. A shooting clinic out here. Giannis has one quarters. Donations to raise the future. Nice. Traded from Sacramento for Sabonis. And I know, Reg, you said that you got to defend the three, but making threes help. 
And look at so, those numbers, BJ. That's a lot of points. It's just like Donovan Mitchell certain. said, it's just a certified layup line. Mm -hmm. Is what it was. I mean, that's not entertainment. No, um, my favorite part is LeBron doing the acrobatic. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. getting completely out of the way so he didn't get posterized, which is what you wanted to kind of see somebody do in the All Star game with yeah. with Jaw over Embiid or something like that. But yeah, so they gotta they gotta start making things competitive again. I don't remember what year it was. I think it might have been twenty twenty. BJ, they they had a competitive fourth quarter at least. You know that mm -hmm. was fun. Um, I would be satisfied if they just even did a half's worth of it, you know, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, the the end of the half, you know, second quarter, fourth quarter, just, you know, down pat, play serious, you know, like actually lock in for a little bit and see what that little bit even does. I don't know, man, but I, I, don't, I, I don't think you could get them to play serious for a full game just because, you know, people would, you know, throw in the injury risk thing and like, you know, we don't want to lose our MVP during this all-star game because you guys want to be entertained or something like that. Um, so, so maybe just, you know, a little bit more, not too much, like another quarter's worth like they did back. So like a half, half's worth of playing serious, a half's worth of kind of not playing too much defense. Yeah. So I can't take credit for this idea. This was given to me by one of my friends that I do another show with here. Uh, <clears throat> you might have seen him when we did a, a crossover episode of, of back in season two, I think. But my, my buddy Tyler, we were talking about kind of a way that we could, you know, come up with and, and fix this. So, you know, want to keep that same aspect of the, how much the fourth quarter means, um, you know, with, with the first of 24 and honoring Kobe Bryant now with the, the Kobe Bryant All-Star Game MVP trophy. What he came up with is a kind of a similar thing, but you do it the whole game. So it's it's the best of seven. You're not playing like the full four quarters or full three quarters and then the first to 24 in the fourth quarter. You're playing best of seven, first to 24, kind of like pickup games. And you can still do the draft. You can still have all that aspect like we had of All-Star Weekend. Maybe you can even do like one game is all starters, one game is all reserves. And so you've got to be strategic where, you know, how you, you mix it up. You can only have like the same five guys out there at all times. You're talking about maybe a six minute game, essentially, that you then take your commercial break after. Uh, because, I mean, you're shooting the way they, they shoot threes. You're talking about the first to, you know, make eight shots is the winner, essentially. Um, but you, you play best of seven, first to first team to win four games. So you kind of keep that aspect of like how a playoff series is. And, you know, then whoever wins the best of seven series, the first of 24, is the winner of the All-Star game and is given the incentives and their their team's charity, the Boys and Girls Club this year or, or whatever it may be in Indiana next year um, is is the winner. So that that's a possibility. I don't know what you think about something like that, but I, I wanted to get that out there at least and see if maybe we can, you know, get the ears perking for the right people so we can kind of fix some of this. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm interested. I'm all for the ideas, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, that that's not bad. You know, people are used to the, you know, seven game series and whatnot due to playoffs and, mm -hmm. and things of that nature. And, you know, I don't know, maybe you can get players in that game seven mentality mode if it goes that far, but what if somebody, yeah. what if, what if they sweep though, then like, what do you do after that? What if one side sweeps? If one side sweeps, I mean, that, that uh, is a possibility you could, uh, I mean, maybe if, if you got like a, you know, two games to none lead after, you know, one quarter, maybe you can 
switch sides kind of you know incentivize each you know uh quarter if you will or like game of the series like make different bonus money for the charities or bonus money for maybe the bonus money can go to players there like yeah leading uh, scorer of the court the bonus quarter or whatever yeah Yeah. well no then people just be jacking up shots all the time um that's what they're doing anyway as it is though but yeah but but if we're gonna get them in that mode though then we want them to compete though and yeah. like actually play things out and not, yeah. you know, just get jump shots up. Yeah. Um, I think it would be interesting. I think it would be too. Um, but uh, incentivize it in a little way, like mm-hmm. the, the, the quarter or the, uh, whatever you would call it, the game, the whatever yeah, the game, the, little game one, the mini game. game or, yeah. Yeah. All-star game one, all-star game yeah. two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, maybe it's the All Star Game series, best of seven or something. Yeah, like know. maybe, yeah, just you like can a find bonus, you can find a sponsored name or something. A bonus to the charity or a bonus to the players. I don't know, man. Something, something that's gonna make it work. Yeah, absolutely. So we we talked about some of the best, and and we we talked a little bit about the worst, but there's some other stuff that we haven't talked about, Drew. I'm curious mm-hmm. as to what you kind of thought about the other stuff we haven't mentioned. I know we were both pretty much spot on in our uh, three point contest winner. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it was tough to bet against Damian Lillard and he proved why it was Dame time. Yeah. I like it. I like it when Dame came in and took over mm-hmm. um, the Weber state Jersey at the end. Mm-hmm. That was a really cool touch. Yeah. Um, one thing I didn't, mentioned before and we i mean we talked about the game but we didn't talk about the draft mm-hmm. um and and how that kind of went down with people had uh, grievances that it was slow which I, I believe it was pretty slow it was they pretty sped slow. it up and yes. and they had some malfunctions in that draft dj the <laughs> yes. hot mics from shack and chuck which is driving me nuts because i thought it was just one of them quick things that somebody could just mute them and fix it but no, they were going on for a while. Yeah, I, if I was a person on stage, if I was EJ, it was that kind of stuff drives me nuts. So, so like, I, was I, watching... I don't even like in when doing broadcasts, like when I did the Commerce game and Justin was in my mm-hmm. ear as uh, we were talking going out. Like even though he's just doing a countdown or whatever, it just I like to hear myself. I like to be able to hear yeah. myself. So yeah. it just hearing that other voice, like I can't hear. Like yeah, it, it I, drives I, me crazy. I was. I was watching the TBS feed uh, because I was going to watch the inside the NBA show. And I thought that something was bugging with, with that feed. I didn't know that it was on, like it was just the hot mic and everybody heard it. I thought that it was just, they were talking over that. And I was like, why are they talking over this? What's going on? Why can't yeah. we, why can't we mute it so we can at least hear what's going on with the, with the draft. But you know, I, I mean, I thought they were, they were funny, but I didn't know, like, I didn't know if that was supposed to be part of it or if that was just, you know, the, like something that wasn't supposed to be, I'm glad that, you know, the hot mic didn't pick up anything more so than just the, there's no way to get in trouble out here. Right. Like Like, they could have been talking about anything, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Could have just like, yeah, while they're drafting, get off topic, topic, be like, Man, Chuck, what'd you say about them them women in San Antonio? Chuck was drunk. I I hope you know Chuck was drunk. There's no way he was not. He was was trying to blame it on like a delay in his microphone or something like that. There may have been, but he... Yeah, I mean, he had had found a way to get some some alcohol into the dry state. That was uh, (laughs) was peak Chuck and Shaq 
going on behind the mic there. Yeah. I, I'm just glad nothing like super bad came out, like a private conversation. Like yeah. they could have been having that, and like they don't know that it's going. Yeah, over. that's live. Yeah, but like, and it would be in the middle of all that, and imagine all the memes from the players' faces. I'm sure there probably <laughs> are some that I haven't seen yet, but but yeah, that was but that yeah, was the, wild. The, dra- the draft just went, could not fix it. They just the draft draft went way too slow, Drew. And yeah. you know, I I thought it was a bit interesting that they went with the reserves first as opposed to. The starters, I, I think mm-hmm. you and I both kind of weren't expecting that. Right, um, different wrinkle. And, and, and so, I mean, I, I like that touch because it's like, you know, you're still getting like the last pick of the draft is still going to be a fantastic player because it's an all-star starter. But at the same time, it's it, it kind of throws off, you know, our momentum of like who's going to get taken number one overall because, you know, nothing was told, nothing was said ahead of time. Um, and did you notice, I think they had jerseys both yes, sides. I did see them on the sides. Yeah. Yes, I so did. so they did have in case either superstar chose you know whichever player they chose, right. um, they'd have the right corresponding jersey. So that was one of my worries that I what's, thought. Maybe what's funny they would, is uh, like I looked over on the left when I first noticed them. I only looked to the one side, and the only jerseys I saw, like I guess it was I don't know where my eyes went. I mm-hmm. saw Kyrie's and I saw Lucas. Yeah, and they both ended up on the same team on that yeah. side on LeBron. On LeBron sign, yeah. It's like what? Did I just see the future. And I'd like to say had had uh, Giannis had the first pick and the starters going first, I would have been spot on. I would have been spot Probably. on with yes. Jason Tatum. That yep. that was the that was Giannis's first pick. But anyway, um, you watch any of the celebrity game? Um, a little bit, not the whole thing though. Yeah. Uh, just kind of the early parts of it. Was it? Did, did that uh, that shot should the shot at the end have counted? Should that have gone down or was, was that it the, the Miz's shot? Yeah, the Miz's shot. Oh, I'd have to look back at it again. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought it was really close, but I think it was just after the horn. So yeah, I'm but not that, sure. That, that was a crazy good shot though. Yeah, that also needs to be shortened down though. We shouldn't be. We don't need 12 minutes quarters. Yeah, for that. no, that, that's way that's too that's gonna much. tire those guys out. You know, yeah. guys and gals, I should say, but. Um, people, they're not going to be worn out of the actual athletes out there, but yeah. we definitely don't need 12 minute quarter. Like get that yeah. down to high school numbers, give them eight yeah. minute quarters. Yeah. I like the running clock though. I mean, that yes. kind of, that, that helped with the, all the stoppages. Do you but... still run the clock if you bring it down to eight minute quarters? Yes. Mm, that's going to, that's going to be done. Exactly. There, there's no reason why it shouldn't, <laughs> there's, there's no reason why it shouldn't fit into a two hour window though. So yeah. take yeah, it down to sure. eight, keep the clock running. I mean, you know, you're still going to have funny moments. You're still going to have all the, the noticeable memes that you're going to get from celebrities in, in that game. Uh, but anyway, I, I and then the Rising Stars was pretty cool. And Team Gasol, congratulations. They had a really good, uh, really good run. I thought they had the best talented roster uh, out of those four. And mm-hmm. Gasol did come through with the victory. So. Well, there you go. <laughs> um. Let's see what was I gonna mention in here. Anything, we talked yeah. about the uh, the beginning. Um, mm, uh, skills challenge. We throw in skills challenge. Um, I didn't get to see that live. I didn't. I heard the rooks did bad. I yeah, the, the rooks, rooks were rooks had like a, a lot of missed shots that looked like they should have been making them. I don't know if it was just like kind of the moment was was like. Whoa, like and more Colin so than Sext- I thought. But... Colin Sexton out here undefeated in the skills yeah. challenge. Whichever it, team ends up on, that's who's going to win it next is year. The All-Star game next year? Is it like Indiana? Indiana? So uh, Pacers? He's a Pacer. Rick Carlisle's going to make the call. 
this is going to be our, our our bold take of the. We're, we're going to have to come back to this if, it, especially if it happens. <laughs> I would laugh really hard the moment it happened. I I would know. I would. That's one of those things that stuck in the memory banks. If I saw a Woe's tweet, I'd be like, "BJ, look at this. Did we speak it into existence? We spoke it into existence. Jesus." <laughs> That's crazy. Um, one other thing uh did want to mention. We won't we won't touch on it too long. It's mm-hmm. just the questionable inclusion of Carl Malone in All Star Weekend. Yeah, we, we talked about it a little bit last and, week, and, I mean, and bringing just... him back to the forefront. Like, what did you expect people to say when you put him up on the big screen? Now, yes, of course they're gonna bring up what he did. Like, nobody yeah. wants to see Carl. And like, did you see like? He knew that, like, when he got up there, that that was going to be on people's minds if he hadn't heard or been told it already. Mm-hmm. That he was like, one thing that's still like ringing in my head from when he was up at the podium, when he went to John, he was like, John, you never judged me. And I was like, I know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> I know exactly what he's talking about. Good Lord. What are we doing yeah. here? What are we, this is, why is he here? Why is he here? Hey, we we got through it. It's not going to be in Utah probably anytime soon again. We're we're going to have it rotating around for for quite a while before we we see it return to Utah, and, and we might not have to worry about this like, anytime soon. Just a questionable outfit too. It's just kind of crazy. Did you see he had a hoodie on and a dress shirt button up on top of it? No, I I missed that. I didn't I didn't pay attention to what it was oh, wearing. Oh man, let me see. I'll, I might want to share a screen right now. Hold on. <laughs> just to just to have you just look at it. You know, if, if it's unseemly, then oh, here we go. Yeah, look at this. I don't know if it's <laughs> Yeah, look at this. You see that hood right there? Oh and my then this. goodness. What is that fit? Who wears that? Uh, Who wears I don't that? Know. Is it was it that cold that he had to wear a hoodie it's, underneath the dress shirt? No, nobody does that. You could have worn something on top of your dress shirt. That's I mean, not look, necessary. Look at what, that doesn't look at make what any Kareem, sense. Kareem's wearing his jacket over his shirt. Exactly. That's what you're supposed perfect, to do. Yeah. It's the perfect over it, not it. under your shirt. Yeah. If you got another jacket, you could wear your hoodie under your um, other jacket. Unless but... unless Drew, the only thing I can think of is that whatever hoodie he was wearing. Had something had that they're something. like, you're you're not going to be wearing that. You got to put this on over it. Man, that's a good point. Yeah, that that's what the only was on his hoodie because that just doesn't make sense as a fit. And you know, this is All Star Weekend. Like, even though you're not a guy that dresses up or something, like you surely got to know common sense to not like. Who, nobody does that. Nobody. No, yeah. Nobody no. dresses like that. I mean, Nobody puts the hoodie we're, under the T-shirt. They put hoodies under jerseys, yeah, but they don't put the hoodie under T-shirt. We, we famously are not the fashion police here at the Lowdown, but we're we're gonna have to call that out. That that's just blasphemy. Somebody needs to do some investigating. Call worldwide wob or something to go look at the video and be like, hashtag what was on Malone's sweatshirt? On? <laughs> not for real. It's it has that just totally makes sense though, right? Now yeah, that, that, that now that it, I say like, it, that's the only thing that makes sense about why you know because that's not what what would be intentional about wearing that? You know what, what if it what was, would you be saying, dude? Ah, uh, you don't want to say. I just imagine like what could be on what, it. Like what could it? What be? if it like think the worst? You know, like. I like 12 year olds and I cannot lie or something. Some, something <laughs> relating to something about young people or something, oh, you know, yeah, like I don't know. what if it was young and wild and free? Oh, good grief. 
<laughs> we better stop while we're behind. <laughs> this could get very bad very quickly. Uh, but yeah, don't 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 do any more Carl Malone stuff in no, NBA, uh, please. The, yeah, I was to say I think that I you know we're not gonna have to worry about this. I, he wasn't in Cleveland last year, was he? No, I didn't God. think so because I mean um, that was they did the seventy five last year and and I thought he was part of this NBA seventy five. And BJ, I hope the W got some ideas from the NBA and take, you know, the bad things and see what not to do. Yeah. Uh, I hope they draft at the All-Star game this year. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Can also, Lisa Leslie was the one that did not give Mac McClung the uh, – mm. she was the one judge that voted against – Mac McClung getting a perfect 50 That's crazy. on all four dunks. Well, I mean, it's Black History Month, so, I mean, she had to throw that in there. But, like, you did great, but you can't get a perfect 50. I mean, it's Black History Month. I can't do it. Man. I, I don't know if that's the case, Drew. Let's, let's hope that's not the case. Because I, I didn't see anything that didn't deserve a perfect 50. And, and you're you're more the expert than I am when it comes to this department. Did you see anything that you could think that would knock him down? Hey man, I'm I out of out of five vote him out of five oh five oh fifty <laughs> big five oh for 50, me as well. 50, Drew. 50. Yeah. So I think uh oh yeah we gotta tap into a little bit of uh, the NBA's final stretch run here. Mm-hmm. Uh BJ there's some free agents out there that don't have homes. Yeah. Uh, right now, some some names like Dwight Howard, who's playing in Taiwan, could be useful for a team of defensive rim protector. <clears throat> Dallas, give him a call. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, who hasn't had a team all season. You know, what could he provide to a team, if anything? Uh, a surprising one that I saw this uh, free agent, uh, Will Barton, but he hadn't mm-hmm. had the greatest uh, time lately on the court. So I guess mm-hmm. I get that. But before in you know in season past, he was doing okay. Um, man, who's the other point guard I'm thinking of? But uh, oh, and Serge Ibaka available as well. Oh, John Wall was the point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got some people out there, some names that used to be very notable, BJ, like yeah. all stars. I mean, we're, a if we're talking about a, a decade ago, man, this is like a star yeah, studded perennial plus. players. Yeah, a decade. I mean, John Wall, you know, former all star, mm-hmm. you know, one of the better point guards in the league. Serge Ibaka, what we used mm-hmm. to call him back then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mello coming, you know, Mello he was, was a prime. Nick 10 years ago, you know, yeah. just I, that's funny because I came across a, a video of like when Mello had signed to be a Nick, like there was like a hype video and stuff of like the first game or whatever. And it's crazy we bring that up. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's some there's some names out there, BJ. And then you talk about the easiest and the hardest schedules for the re- mm-hmm. remainder of the year. The Mavs are one of those teams that have one of the easiest schedules to finish the year. And some of their mm-hmm. counterparts in the West, the uh, Clippers, and I believe it was Phoenix, have one of the hardest yeah. schedules to finish yeah, the season. Yeah, I was, was going to say, this kind of seemingly sets up like last year did almost with the Mavs. They didn't, you know, they weren't necessarily like one of the easiest, but they had a more easy second half after the All-Star break than they did the first half leading in. And and so it's kind of playing out like last year, almost to a certain extent, you know, Mavs make a big trade at the deadline, as we talked about last year, trading away uh, Chris Stops, Porzingis for, for Dinwiddie and, and, uh, and getting him in here. And then this year, now Dinwiddie's back out the door, heading to Brooklyn and Kyrie Irving's in here. You know, this, this is looking pretty favorable for the Mavericks. They start off with their, their game here tonight against San Antonio 
and then they've got the Lakers coming to town on Sunday. Both those teams are outside of the playoff picture in the West Conference before things really start to heat back up in the month of March with, with some tough teams coming to town. But Mavs, you know, they they, they got to find the, the, the gel, the chemistry, maybe, you know, Luca with the time he spent in Mexico, hopefully doing him some good, uh, getting ready for the second half run and hopefully refreshed and, and not fatigued. Heck, BJ, for the Mavs, it's a big difference this year compared to years past. I mean, not just the addition of Kyrie Irving, but mm -hmm. Luca came into the season in shape this year. Yeah. Um. So, like, you know, usually this was the point in the season where Luca had got in shape, so the Mavs could turn it on a little bit. And yeah. that's they were they had been doing that for the past couple of seasons from the All Star break on. They they have a near you know that's an excellent record. Mm -hmm. uh, usually the past couple of years. So now, I mean, you're in that position once again. Luca is in even better shape, and also has an all all world player in Kyrie right beside mm -hmm. him. And you're getting players back from injury as well. So yeah. I mean, you get a Maxi Kleber probably back mm -hmm. in a week or so. He's supposed to be back probably now but a little bit yeah. delay but much better position even than they have i think they can make a phenomenal run like single so. digit single digit losses uh to finish the season I'm, I'm gonna be very impressed because they do have some tough games out there but they they should be you know one of the teams that's best positioned to climb right now as tough yep. and competitive as the western conference has been in the first half it's still i mean you you saw they were competitive with denver without Kyrie the last game before the all-star break, you know, they get some games and they get some help and, and, you know, the bench continued to perform like they did when Luca went down before even Kyrie came in that game against Utah, the game out there in LA against the Clippers, you know, perform like that and, and, you know, kind of over, you know, figure out what you're going to do in the late game situations. So you don't lose like you did against Minnesota where you don't even get a shot up through. That's, yeah. that's what hurt the most about watching that game is that they had it they had made that big comeback they had a chance to win it and you know trying to get between Luca and Kyrie somebody to take the shot neither one of them get it up because the ball gets turned over trying to make a good pass somebody's got to step up somebody's got to be that other option when you know those two guys are going to get a, a good majority of the eyeballs and all the pressure on defense from from the opponent somebody else has to be there step up and take that shot last year it was Dinwiddie Who's going to be that guy this year? That's no question. Got to be Christian Wood. Yeah, um, and I hope Wood is is uh, ready to go. I know he's been, you know, kind of mm -hmm. battling a thumb injury, so hopefully that's had time to heal, and we'll, we'll see how he looks here in the second half. And another bit of help for the Mavs, they added some wing depth, uh, bringing in Justin Holiday. I had forgot mm -hmm. about him until earlier. I saw his pictures again, so I made sure I wanted to mention it. Um, but, you know, at least some length out there to help, you know, Reggie Bullock and, and others on, on the defensive side of things. I know Josh Green will be in that role uh, too, but, you know, he's he's blossoming as an offensive player as well. He's he's finally coming into his own a little bit. Uh, Mavs looking good. Going to have a fun second, second half, last 20 games, probably better term of the season mm -hmm. here. So looking forward to it. Yeah. And uh, what everybody else can look forward to, coming up now is bj's best well drew before i do that i wanted to mention we're going to talk about these uh basketball hall of fame finalists just just bear with me for oh, just yeah, a second yeah. before we we get going because the uh we'll know the full class 
when we get to the uh, final four here in about a month or so, the, the beginning of April uh, at the NCAA men's basketball final four. But here are some of the uh, star studded names that are part of the finalists for the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Gasol, and Greg Popovich highlight the class. They, the, all four of those guys are, are in my mind, no doubts, Drew. Um, and then there's some more that are probably going to be getting in, and we'll see how many uh, you think are, are going to be a part of this class. So you've got Jennifer Ozzy, you've got Gene Bess, Gary Blair as a player, not a coach, um, as previously mentioned, Paul Gasol, Becky Hammond as a player, David Hickson, his, his role as a coach, Gene Keedy as a coach, Dirk Nowitzki previously mentioned, Tony Parker, could Parker and Pop get inducted in the same year? That's a very realistic liability or uh, possibility. Yeah, possibility. Dwayne Wade as previously mentioned, and Marion Washington, her, her, uh, her, uh, her contributions as a coach. Um, there's also the North American committee members that were uh, highlighted. Uh, I, I was going to say, I, I think they, uh, let's see, I'm trying to look at this and this is nominees. These are not finalists. So I'm not going to go through that because they were, there were more that were nominated than ended up becoming finalists. So, it looks like a big, big class could be heading to uh, the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame uh, in this this summer, Drew. Lots of legendary players and coaches in this in this pool here. Um, it would be cool to have Pop and, and uh, Parker in there inducted at the same time. And you know, it's I guess at this point, BJ, it's only fitting to have D Wade and. Dirk in, Dirk the same in the same class. Year, yeah. They've been tied together for mm -hmm. all these years. So Going back to 06, well. you know. Yep. But, yep. all right, Drew, I'm going to go ahead and we'll go into BJ's best now. BJ's so, best. I've been watching some college basketball lately. I'm mm. sure you have as well. Yeah, um, so, Monday night, I'm watching my Frogs of TCU take on Kansas. It was big Monday and a big moment in a tight game back and forth. I don't know if you saw this. This is courtesy Twitter, not my video. Mm. But I was watching the game. I saw this too. And I just, I had to find out more. Uh, so I'm going to play this for you. Miller okay. kicks the ball. Yeah. So, how, way to hold out the note there. So that that is yeah. the TCU public address announcer and my good friend Monty Cook. That is uh, one the one that is responsible for that. And so, knowing that I wanted to bring that up because I saw it kind of circulating around on Twitter. I actually, that's a Kansas fan that uh, posted that and said, "I'm still in tears laughing about how long the TCU public address announcer held the note out for Damian Ball on this three pointer." Drew, that went halfway into the shot clock possession for Kansas because the shot clock's at 30. They, he, You hear it fading out at 15. They were still spacing out and, and trying to get a good look uh, in their next possession. And, and, you, and then it finally starts to fade out. So I called Monty 
uh, earlier before the show. That's the one I was telling you about that I wish I had been able to record our conversation. So I asked him, I said, you know, kind of just walk me through, you know, is, has, have you been doing this all season long or, or what it led to this? And so he said, you know, with certain players, Drew, and, and you know this as a, you know, kind of an announcer, uh-huh. you can you can space out their name and hold it for, for a pretty long time. He said that that 10-15 is not even the longest that he's able to do. A couple years ago, Desmond Bain, obviously now with the Memphis Grizzlies, was at TCU. And he said, you know, he practiced. He, I don't think he actually did it in a game because, you know, he didn't want anybody to, to come over there and, and, you know, raise a big fuss or anything like mm-hmm. that. And, and, and he told me a, a funny story that I'm going to keep to myself uh, about a, a, an earlier incident earlier this season uh, that, that happened when TCU hosted Baylor. I'll have to remind me after the show. I'll tell you more about it. Um, but... He, he said that he didn't do it in a game, but he was able to get Desmond Bain held out for closer to 25 to 30 seconds after a shot. So that that's that's pretty impressive. That's so pretty crazy. Do you think that this is, you know, I, I've seen some people that are kind of like, you know, this is over the top or, you know, no, no class, no respect. I disagree. I think this is awesome. I think this is funny. And Monty said, point blank. You need a way to keep the crowd engaged, especially when the game is as close and tight as that game was. That three-pointer made it 54-53, and, and there was you know less than seven minutes to go in, in the second half. Mm-hmm. Do you have a problem with this, Drew? No, I don't have a problem with it personally. It's something I would do if I would, knew I wouldn't get in trouble for it. I mm-hmm. hope he didn't get in trouble or anything. No, he didn't get but, in trouble for it. But no, like, yeah, no, that just seems like it fits into his personality too. You yeah. know, so. he's he's an awesome character. One of my yeah. one of my really one of my friends that I'm always tickled to hear from. Uh, That's a reaction I would. It was it's a reaction I would hope for if I was doing that. If people be thinking that was funny, get their phone out and get enough of it to record it. <laughs> Yeah, well, watching watching the game yeah. and then like going back and re-recording that yeah, moment. Like you just, just you're not even trying back. to get the dude. You're just like, here's the basketball game, and like he's still going. He's still going. <laughs> he's still going. My goodness, like, that's a whole other possession. <laughs> almost, almost into the the next possession for the frogs is when it's right? finally fading yeah. out. Um, so yeah, I didn't I didn't think you'd have a problem with it because you know that's what he said is, is true. You need a way to keep a crowd energy, you know, energized and, and hyped up, especially in a, a game as big as that. That was third rank Kansas Drew. Third rank mm-hmm. Kansas was in town. TCU's kind of they've been limping along. They've had some injuries. They're finally fully healthy, it seems, at the right time going in to March here next week and you know, trying to keep, you know, any kind of deep playoff run in the in the postseason tournament alive. They're they're in pretty good shape, but they could have used a, a big win over Kansas and not just that, but they would have swept Kansas in the regular season which has only been done twice under Bill Self in Kansas history, going back 20-some-odd years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need you need something to you know keep the crowd energized and motivated. It was a big sellout. I think they were talking about possibly the one of, if not the largest crowds in TCU basketball history. Mm. And I thought he was just, you know, I kind of, I didn't ask him, but I thought he has had to be loud because the crowd reaction was so loud after that made shot that you kind of have to yell yourself so that you can be heard over it. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought that I didn't think there was anything wrong with that, but just, you know, kind of keeping the crowd hyped up, 
Later on in the game, Max Duggan, the TCU Heisman finalist for the football team, their quarterback, and the Davey O'Brien winner, uh, he, he came straight from a function with the Davey O'Brien um, award when he where he re- received the trophy. He, he came full tuxedo down in, late in the second half to his courtside seat, and that seemed to get the crowd even more hyped up and motivated. Unfortunately, it just was not enough. TCU ended up losing by five. They had a, some opportunities that they made a few more free throws. They could have pulled off that game, but you know, maybe that's the, the motivation, the, the factor they need in terms of, you know, when they get to the postseason, we'll see. But that, that was BJ's best just because, I mean, <laughs> you want to hear it one more time and see how long? Let's do it. 15 seconds we're here. I mean, I'm telling you. Miller kicks the ball. <laughs> 10 seconds alone on the ball. He, he starts off the Damian ball at 25 in the shot clock for Kansas. It ends at the 15 second mark, the 15 seconds into the shot clock after when they, they do three pointer Damian ball. I don't know if I could hold a note that long, but I don't know if I would hold in, it that long. I'd probably chop chop off at least like three seconds. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I'd, I didn't I'd have a it off. I'd, I'd day crescendo out. <laughs> Ball! Ball! <laughs> but I mean, you know, that did its job. The crowd was hyped, motivated. It it was a raucous atmosphere. I wish I'd been able to to be a part of it, Drew, the other night. But maybe one day you'll be there and when he does it. Maybe, maybe. That's that's a that's a goal for this maybe you'll plan it season. so you can be the one to record it. <laughs> it depending upon where I'm sitting. I might, you know, if if uh, if he allows me to kind of, you know, spot for him, I'll set up a camera like, you know, have the, the face react and kind of have just his vantage point where he's yelling into the microphone. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, but that is BJ's best for this week, Drew. Wonderful. Wonderful. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. Uh, well, you know what I also love, BJ, is those NBA fans out there. You know, we're NBA fans. And it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of their hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 to win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Yeah, that's right, Drew. Uh, you know, it's the, the NBA season returns tonight. In fact, we're, right now there are games going on over on uh, TNT, I think you've got Memphis and Philly going on. And then later on, you've got the Golden State Warriors at the LA Lakers. But go look at Friday's games, a couple of big time matchups looking ahead. Uh, you've got the Heat at the Bucks. Milwaukee is favored by two. Now, I, I think Milwaukee is going to win that one, defend the home court in their return from the All-Star break. You've also got Phoenix, which is a seven and a half point home favorite. Over the th- over the thunder, I I think Drew. I think the thunder keep it close. I'm not quite ready to pull off the upset pick, but that's I'm, I'm feeling a little sneaky there. Hey, that, if you're gonna do it. You better do it I now know, before KD comes back. I I was gonna say you gotta gotta go now. And and best of all, Drew. I if I wanted to, you know, I can place a wager on this game for the thunder 
with a no-sweat same-game parlay. For a limited oh. time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. So whether it's Friday night's games, maybe you're looking ahead to this weekend. You got the Celtics and the Sixers in prime time on Saturday or Milwaukee hosting Phoenix on Sunday before the Lakers travel to Dallas. And then you've got a, a three or four games on Sunday, in fact, with Minnesota at Golden State and the Clippers at the Nuggets. A lot of good action this weekend, Drew. What you want to do, just get your DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go on your phone, click on that little icon on your phone. Go on there. You opt in, place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it does not hit, don't worry. No sweat. You'll get a bonus bet. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Well, all right, Drew, before we get back into the dive of things, we've got Athletes Unlimited tipping off tonight. We've got some WNBA draft news that we're going to spread along but i didn't want to mess this up this week like i did last week the most important thing we got to find out tonight right now is what is on drew's mind hmm well bj i struggled with this one this week i wasn't sure which direction to go so this is kind of a a random drift okay we're going to talk about water water well, We're talking about high-quality it's, it's H2O. Funny you mention that, because I've got a glass of water right here. I've got a Yeti full of water. Mm. One of those big old cup cooler type things? Yes, indeed. Cool. We're talking about water. Specifically, which ones are the best? Okay. Waters. And I know there's there's controversy about this, BJ. There's certain bottles of water that people will not drink. Yeah, and, I was just saying, if Dasani's at the top of this list, I'm 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 gonna leave. I'm gonna get out of the studio. Mm. <laughs> I'm saying that's how you gotta feel about it. Because there's there is some beef with some of this water, and somebody and some people just like I gotta have this water and nothing else. Mm. So interesting people out there, and some of these bottles we've got them ranked, and I just want to see how you feel about these, BJ, and okay. where they're. Specifically, and if you've had this water before, we've only got uh, we've got eight on this list because I like this list better than the other one. All right. So let's go through here. This is a top eight bottles of water. Okay. Coming in at number eight, Smart Water. I like Smart Water. I'm surprised that it's low on this list, unless the, the other seven. That's what are, I thought are, too. Yeah, unless the other seven are just like head and shoulders above and. I just didn't know. I, I think that's a little low for smart water. Yeah, you would think too. You know, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think, especially below the one that it's about to be. They're the one. Yeah. Some of the ones that it's below right now, BJ. So okay. let's let's continue down here. Number seven, Aquafina. Yeah, that smart that doesn't make better much, than Aquafina. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense right there, BJ. There's no, a reason the prices are the way they are. Is it just because Smart Water is more expensive than Aquafina? Doesn't Smart Water also have electrolytes? I think so. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Aquafina is just the, a regular bottle of yeah, water. Yeah, and it's the like the Pepsi company's bottled water, if I'm not mistaken. Apparently, 
Aquafina is a purified water that goes through a seven-step hydro seven filtration process that it claims takes out way more solids than other filtration methods, making for the purest water possible. I think it takes out some of the flavor too, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I'm not not too excited about it. No. Let's let's see what number six is like, and okay. I just we're not going to be too pleased with this, BJ. Number six. Dasani. That's disgusting. That's that's just wrong. Uh, I mean, it's at least wrong. it's not at least it's not number one, but just my, mama mama baby Jesus, I'm I'm not really happy with how this list has started. <laughs> not making a whole lot of sense here. No, the, no, it's the not. Soda Titans over at Coca Cola own this purified water imprint, and that makes it always sense. tastes like it's got a nickel at the bottom of it. Doesn't you it just that? make sense? Because they used to put cocaine in Coca Cola. So I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. here we are. That's why Dasani. Maybe that's what's in Dasani. They just a little bit of that Walter White in there. I don't know. You know what's weird, Drew? You know, if you put uh-huh. a bottle of water in the freezer, it'll freeze and you get yeah. like a bottle of ice. Uh-huh. Dasani doesn't do that. That shouldn't, that's like. Does it really not? No, it doesn't freeze. You don't get a, a block of ice in the bottle. Ooh. It's just a really cold bottle. I didn't that's, know that's that. Not, that's not natural. I'm going to have to test that. I need to you see that. Have, yeah. I wouldn't spend my money on a Dasani, but you can, yeah. if you find one like unopened, you know, on the on the street or something. I don't know. I'm just, but yeah, that you put that in the freezer, it will not freeze. That's that's not water. That's not human. <laughs> yeah, it's a little strange for sure. Uh, let's let's keep going and see if these numbers, see if these waters get any better. Uh, number five, Evian. Haven't had this I, personally yeah, I before. I haven't. Either. Um, it's got kind of like the background of a, a Coors Light bottle. The mountains, blue mountains over here behind it, and uh, it's from the French Alps. I mean, EVN I've heard of is, it, but I've never had it. Evian is naive, spelled backwards, but it's also the name of a town in the French Alps that was founded way before people learned about spelling things backwards to create secret messages. The company claims its water is a geological miracle because it passed through a few very scientifically unlikely permeable layers. Over the course of 15 years, rain and snow make their way into an underground spring where the water is harvested already fully full of electrolytes and minerals. In water. Might have to try it, see what it's like. Yeah, we'll have to see if we can find it. Next up at number four, Fiji natural artesian water. I have had this. I have too, I'm pretty sure. And I'm uh, down with Fiji. It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty good. I I think it's it's you know I think Smart Water's up there with with Fiji. Right, it opinion. should be top five. Um, it seems it's crazy. Does it seem like when you get these bottles, like the fancier, what we would call the fancier bottles of water, I guess, or the ones that are more than like what our ordinary, what we're used to, like a great value bottle, we just get mm-hmm. in there or a uh, an Ozark bottle or whatever, yeah. you know, like a Fiji and Smart Water and all that is considered like you know more bougie, I guess. It seems like when you yeah. drink that water. It goes down faster, mm-hmm. you know. Like uh, you, yeah. you, you get rid of you, you drink it fast. You, you feel like you're more hydrated too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Fiji tropical rainfall on the island of Vetaluvi in Fiji or Vetaluvu, Livu, I'm not sure, is naturally filtered through volcanic rock where it picks up minerals and electrolytes, then wells up in an underground aquifer. Number three, Nestle Pure Life. This is shocking. Yeah, I, I another ordinary bottle of water. 
Yeah, I, I it's up here. I, I've not had this, but or at least not that I recall. If I have, it didn't leave enough of an impact that um you know I, I'm that I, I even would want to put it up there. Like it's not Dasani bad, but it's just not like top three in my opinion. Yeah, not at all. Number two, Voss water. I have had this recently, actually. Okay. I, I've heard of it, but I've not had it. Found in an artesian well in Norway. Shout out to Vikings Valhalla. And also in fancy hotel rooms. I actually haven't seen that. I've seen life water in ho- fancy hotel rooms. Mm. Uh, which is life water. Is, I f- forgot about that until I just mentioned it. It's not even on this list. It's not number one, by the way. Wow. Voss ties Mountain Spring for the most expensive water on the list. crazy i i when i think of boss water drew i think back to the first grown-ups movie with uh, adam sandler where where adam sandler's son is that like they're all at the restaurant and adam sandler's son wants the boss water order did he ask that like, for real yeah he asked for boss water and and uh That's and good. they're they're like uh we got maybe the tap or something like that <laughs> <laughs> all right rounding it out at number one Mountain Valley Spring Water. Have you had this, PJ? No, I've not heard of this. I've not either, but it's probably because you haven't been to Arkansas. Uh, This Arkansas-sourced spring water has been quenching thirst since 1871, as I hit a mosquito, and has been a favorite (laughs) of everyone from President Coolidge and Eisenhower to Elvis Presley and Secretariat, who stands alone as both the first horse to take home a triple crown and first to have an opinion on water flavors. It takes 35,000 years for rainwater to make its way to the aquifer, and its naturally high pH supposedly works well to neutralize highly acidic food. Let's let's briefly check out this previous list that I wasn't going to mention and see if any of these bottled waters ring true. Number 10, Arrowhead. Never heard of it. I, I think I've heard of it, but I haven't had it. Haven't had it either, definitely. Uh, this is a Thai... Or, yeah, a tie at nine or a tie at eight, whichever way you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dasani and Aquafina. Yeah, that, they, that's pretty fair. Even, yeah, that's that pretty fair. Aquafina now in its rightful place, lower. And Dasani, too. Yeah. Number seven, Ice Mountain. Never heard Haven't of heard of it. Uh, number six, Ethos. Haven't heard of that. No, well, I know that sounds familiar. Take that back. Oh, number five. Here it is. Life Water spoke it into existence. I have heard of it. It's all right. I would consider smart water better. Though. I think so too, but I, I wouldn't have. I don't think I've had life water to compare. Like you said, it's it's more it's more bougie. I think. Yeah. Like it, I, I I'd rather have smart water. I think. Yeah, I had it four months ago, and it definitely didn't do enough. Uh, mm-hmm. number four, Evian. We mentioned that. Okay. In we mentioned one. yeah. Number three, smart water. Now we're that's, doing the right thing. Yeah, here. I was about to say that's that's a lot better in my book. Number two, Essentia. I heard Not familiar. And number one, Fiji. Hmm. All right, I think that's a better list, Drew. I uh, yeah, probably overall, yeah, yeah, I made the wrong choice. I see. Um, yeah. Oh I well. I didn't expect because I didn't check that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't check the second one before. Uh, to notice that Nestle and things like that were going to be at the top, I would have. 
opted for the other one. Just I was just saying that I, I don't have a problem with that because that gave us something to say. What are they talking about? Yeah, man? but yeah, you're totally right on Dasani. It's just this not the yeah. way. But I'm down to trying all these other waters just to see which ones mm-hmm. I vibe with. So I've I've tried Life, Smart Water, Voss, and what was the other one? One other one I can't remember the name of, but. I gotta try some other ones now. Most of the oh, time, Fiji. I'll just most of the time I'll just you know crank open the tap and and drink you know water like in a glass or or whatnot. Oh. I don't don't try to buy a whole lot of like bottled water unless it's you know summertime and and really want to you know make sure I'm staying hydrated even more so than just you know enough from a cup or whatnot. So. I don't drink tap water anymore. Make call me bougie. But because we lived in Commerce, Texas, where we could yes. not drink tap water. <laughs> that That is true. I had great water in Winsboro mm-hmm. at home, but moved yeah. to Commerce and whew, ah, Man, yeah. I was going to say that, that uh, I, I think we're we're pretty much, you know, having survived the, the Commerce tap water, I think we're immune to anything Mother Nature might throw at us now. You know, <laughs> I feel like anybody that lived in Commerce is immune to anything. Like if yeah, there's an apocalypse, like, everybody that went to Commerce yeah. is not going to be sick because yeah. we we're in the commerce I was water. Say, I was just saying, you, you survived. We survived the COVID pandemic. I don't think you, you, you didn't get COVID, did you? Nope. I didn't get it either. It's the Survivor. commerce tap water. There commerce, we go. We figured it out. Disgusting slime water that we all showered in. <laughs> that that's where they that's where they they got the the first Gosh, little bit of, of the vaccine so that everybody doesn't yeah. get the COVID. <laughs> yeah, let's go tap in and go tap put our the... giant syringe in the commerce water and just get it <laughs> and go put it in the rest of the vaccines and just duplicate it and spread it out. Yeah, and instead of saline, it's commerce water. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God, we better stop. Uh, we better well, stop. That is what's on Drew's mind this week, and I'm gonna try and get more interesting next week. I had I had something in mind, but I could not execute, so that's, I'll save it for future endeavors. No, uh, it's whatever you want that's on your mind, if even if it's water. Like I, I we we spent ten minutes, I think, talking about a. 15 second clip during a, a college basketball game. BJ, you night. know what I want? What do you want? I want somebody to win this AU game, this first game right now, BJ, as we transition <laughs> to some WNBA slash AU mm-hmm. content. It's in overtime. Oh, my. The game is in overtime. Team Williams won the first three quarters. Wow. And then Team Sims had a crazy comeback. Tied it up, and they're in OT now. Mm-hmm. It's 90 to 86 with. 20 seconds left and the clock is running before they're about to toss it in here. Maybe they're going to fix that. Yeah. And they have have to let it run out before they get to reset it. So Mm -hmm. probably so that's looks like what's going on here. Cause I was like, why are we running the clock? (laughs) But I know the coaches would both have an issue with that, except I mean, maybe not the winning coach, but he knows that that's not going to, or she knows that that's not going to be the case. Best part about this, BJ, is when these <laughs> teams were drafted and I saw the rosters, I knew that these two were going to be the, – these are who I had tabbed as the better teams, and these guys are – they're battling out in overtime mm-hmm. right now. I wish I had a box score. I don't think they provide that live, so that will that might have to wait until later. But they're yes, balling right them. now. Team Williams got a steal. They had to toss it back in. Four-point game. It's – the clock set back to three minutes, so we're at 2.40 now as Odyssey Sim just gets a bucket two-point game. So this one's coming down to the wire, BJ, the first week in AU Hoops. Uh, last year, they're, they're a season in 
to AU. This is the second year, BJ, mm-hmm. and the first year of AU was pretty fun. And now they're in Dallas this time around. Got games today, tomorrow, and Sunday, the mm-hmm. first week of five weeks. And um, you're going to be pretty tapped into AU, BJ. You're going to get you some tickets since they're down there in Dallas now? I, you I'm going to check gonna, them out at Fair I'm going to try. It depends on the, the yeah. scheduling. I don't know what, uh, like you said, we got. I got a pretty jam-packed weekend this weekend, but we'll try to get it figured out here in the next couple weekends before the, the regular season comes to an end. I found the total points or like the points breakdown, but I don't have a box score live. So I've just got yeah. a leaderboard. So maybe that isn't not, you know, too much of help there, but um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to kind of see how it all plays out. This was something that you and I were kind of watching last year, you know, when, when they were on and, kind of keeping up with, uh, and, you know, surely, as you said, season goes by so quick that you, it's hard to believe. Uh, but do we, we want to run down kind of the uh, the teams and how they were drafted? Because you got some pretty star-studded uh, yeah, talented ahead. rosters. Let's see here. Where did uh, I go? I had that. I'm pretty sure. No, so that's that's the by point. It doesn't have by team here. See if I can. How long is this video? What does it say? The. Uh... I don't want to play that whole video, but um, <laughs> after you typically after the last game of every week, they uh, they get the top four point scorers. They'll be named team captains mm-hmm. as gold, orange, blue, purple team. Yeah. And uh, they draft like that of, of the pool of players. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, they're going off of last season. The the highest point scorers from last season got to be um, the captains to to do this week. I think there were a couple of replacements. So um, Courtney Williams wasn't supposed to be a captain, and I believe somebody else wasn't supposed to be a captain. One of those other two mm-hmm. and uh, or three, and um, so they've drafted those teams. Um, you happen to have the full rosters on you by chance? I didn't get those. I, uh, yeah, I was to say Team Williams and Team Sims are competing right now, and I've got yeah. uh, I've got a roster with. Uh, I think this has got the. Uh, no, it just it, it's still it's wanting to show me just like the uh, it doesn't show me which team they got drafted to. They're all kind of in the, the same. I'm sure I can get that here really quick. Yeah, if you can I'll find go, that. I'll have to go off of their their Twitter account because I know there's there's images out there, uh, graphics with the full team. So mm-hmm. I know that's there. Yeah, I went and looking on their uh, on their website. I thought maybe that uh, would be. Uh, I get past here we go. Highlight. Here we go. I bet, yeah. I, bet, I bet this has it. This is meet the week one teams. So we're talking about Team Sims and Team Williams right now that are competing. That's Team Odyssey Sims leading the charge. She's got Kelsey Mitchell, Melissa Smith, Kirsten Bell, Veronica Burton, Danny McRae, Lexi Hull, Kirby Burkholder, Kalia Robinson, Akila Mays, and Antoinette Bannister on her team. And Team Williams led by Courtney Williams. She's got Isabel Harrison, Naz Hillman, Laisha Clarendon, Avina Westbrook, Air Hearn, Teresa Placiance, Rebecca Placeance. Harris, Placeance, sorry, uh, Rebecca Harris, Lydia Marie Rivers, Cece Andrews, and India Jones on her team. Yeah. Um, and the other two teams that we'll see later on this evening, Team Cloud and Team Cole will take on uh, each other. 
and Team Cloud led by Natasha Cloud. She has Jordan Canada, Jasmine Walker, Demarish Davis, Essence Carson, Destiny Walker, Jessica Custer, Mimi Jackson, Christy Bellick, Whitney Knight, and Saria McGuire on her team. And Team Cole led by Taj Cole. She's got Alicia Gray, Lexi Brown, Charisma Penn, Sydney Colson, Jenna Stady, Maya Hollingshed, Ty Young, Crystal Bradford, Hope Elam, and Dejani Car- Carrington on her team, although Carrington is inactive. So they got some some good star-studded uh, rosters here, Drew, that uh, will be interesting to see kind of how it plays out um, each week. And obviously, like you said, the the you know rosters and, and everything will change based on the the points per each weekend's games mm-hmm. and, and, and shift. So it, it's going to be very interesting, but there is a lot of talent on these teams. Point leaders right now, Teresa Playsance, Isabel Harrison, Nas Hillman, and Avina Westbrook so far through this first mm-hmm. game. Um, really close between Izzy and uh, Teresa Playsance, just six points apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll see what happens uh, to finish this game and, and how the rest of those points get distributed um team sims won the fourth quarter with that big comeback mm-hmm. and um the winner of the game will get 150 so either team sims will win this uh points wise 200 to 150 or team williams will dominate this this bad boy and come away with 300 points to just mm-hmm. 50 for team sims which, which would be Man. crazy yeah. but yeah this is a battle it out you know i knew these teams were going to be like this the first two quarters was two or three point differentials uh, only separators with a third and fourth where it was six points and 11 points. Um, so it was pretty, pretty good, pretty good basketball here so far. And, you know, you got get to see some players who uh, didn't play in this last year and some people, some people who did, you know, you got, yeah. some, got some returners here, Tosh cloud, mm-hmm. Izzy, Courtney yeah. Williams, and, and the likes of those players. Uh, but you didn't see Teresa play science last year, Clarendon, yeah. Didn't see uh, Jordan Canada, Alicia Gray, uh, Veronica Burton from the Dallas Wings, mm-hmm. uh, and players like that. So it's got a good good spread so far, and uh, we'll see uh, how the rest of the things pan out. And um, got other games coming up here in a bit. I think that one concluded now, BJ. Got it's pretty close up. if it hasn't. Uh... It said it had ended. My screen did. It didn't show up anymore, so I don't know if that's still up or not. Looks like Team Williams is in the lead. There wasn't much time left, so they might be closing that out. But, but yeah, loving some athletes unlimited. I can't wait to get over there. I'm gonna hopefully be. I say hopefully. I'm. I'm I've talked about it today, but uh, well, not on the podcast. But you know, mm-hmm. outside of this, I'm gonna be doing some shooting for a a, a site that covers the Dallas Wings. Uh, Wings Bulletin, uh, headed up by uh, uh, Landon Thomas. He covers awesome. the Dallas Mavericks. So I'll Good be doing stuff, some man. some stuff for them, shooting shooting some of those, and some of it will be, uh, you know, just personal growth as well. Yeah. Maybe I'll be able to pop on with, you know, one of these players if they need a photographer or anything like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, 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 AU is going to be dope. Um it's really, it's really awesome what they're doing, and the fact that it's in Dallas in season two is just, it's awesome. And you know, the arenas, you're gonna, you're gonna have people coming in to watch this. Uh, you have so many WNBA players in this. So I mean, and and especially with it on League Pass, it gives it uh, immediate access mm. to 
uh, all the WNBA fans out there who wouldn't have otherwise gone to YouTube to watch it. Yeah. Anybody who's got League Pass from last year has instant access yeah. right there. And the notifications are coming through on the WNBA app, too. So that's also super helpful. I knew last year they they had a couple games that were on like CBS Sportsnet and a couple other places. So I don't know if that's still the case this year. Yeah, you're going to have that again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Games on Sunday, the first game on Sunday at least, maybe both. Yeah, both on Sunday are going to be CBS Sports Network. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm glad that it is on WNBA League Pass so that hopefully we'll get things more out there for Athletes Unlimited. But also, Drew, Mm. speaking of the WNBA – The 2023 WNBA draft has announced the date and the location that it will be taking place. It will be April 10th of this year. So pretty much, you know, a week or so after the um, NCAA women's basketball national champion has been crowned, could be South Carolina again. Indiana's looking good. I mean, there's, there's some teams out there, but it's, Tough to pick against South Carolina right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that that's, you know, fill out your brackets accordingly. Um, it will be held April 10th. You know, so again, week after or so after the, the season ends at Spring Studios in New York City. And it's going to be televised from 7 to 9 Eastern on ESPN and the ESPN app. So 6 to 8 o'clock Central Time and rest of the, the country and the world can do the uh, calculations themselves. So all three rounds, 36 picks drafted, or all three rounds and 36 picks will be drafted on site with prospects. Uh, Commissioner Kathy Engelbert will be announcing the selections live and prospective draftees will get to visit the Empire State Building before taking part in an orange carpet ceremony before the draft. So this is going to be pretty big, Drew. The WNBA is kind of, you know, finally getting their draft to be like the, you know, the, the NFL, the NBA draft, where they are getting, um, <clears throat> excuse me, where they're getting, you know, the, the, the prospects are out there and, and getting to have that kind of, you know, talking to the press, orange carpet in this, this case, if you will, like the other drafts that we're accustomed to seeing uh, from the other sports leagues. And so hopefully mm-hmm. this, this will be really good exposure for some of the best of the best um in in college women's basketball today yeah and last year went really went pretty well we sent somebody out there from wnba lead when i was when i was with them last year we had uh dan omatea go out there and cover the draft for us live so and he did he did really well with that which was exciting in uh in the first year heading things over there that we got to be a part of the draft uh representation uh, live in, in those aspects so um it'll it'll be a good day i, th- I think you know uh we'll, ha- we'll see a lot of a lot of talented players be drafted into this league and we'll see how many stick as well and uh it, it's bad that I, I scrolled down and kind of looked at this but just when when you take a look here if you if you open up the news from wnba.com about about this when the draft is um it's got here, you know, a little bit down the way. The Indiana Fever owned the top pick in the draft in 2023, presented by State Farm. The last 10 number one overall picks are listed mm-hmm. right here, BJ. And I want you to just tell me one that just doesn't sound like it belongs, at least okay. for right now. And no, no offense, but just <laughs> it, it sticks out. Brittany Griner, 2013. Chenea Gumake, 2014. Jewel Lloyd. 2015, 
Brianna Stewart, 2016. Kelsey Plum, 2017. Asia Wilson, 2018. Mm-hmm. Jackie Young, 2019. Sabrina Ionescu, 2020. Yep. Charlie Collier, 2021. Ryan Howard, 2022. You're trying to get me to be bad and, and, and say that Charlie Collier is the one that is not quite like the others. Jerry. I'm not trying to get you to be there. I'm not trying to get you to be bad, but I'm just I'm just saying like it sticks out like a sore thumb right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I hope that she can come into her own and I'm not trying to to bash on it even though that was kind of funny. Um but you know I kind of look back to to look at you know Kelsey Plum and, and how she started in the league, she wasn't doing as well as she was, you know, coming out of college, you know, just the leading scorer all time. And, you know, just came in was just 34% from the field, 36 and a half percent from three, just eight and a half points a game, you know, not doing a whole lot in those early years, just eight and nine points a game, the first three seasons. And she didn't come into her own until the last couple of years. So maybe that's a progression that you can see for a Charlie Collier mm-hmm. uh, to slowly work into that. But, You've got you've got to see. I think just because of you know what she's up against in Dallas as far as her competition, she has to make significant strides this off season to, you know, be a rotational player. She's not going to start, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. She would have to have you know just big big changes in the off season to play a significant role, or else I don't know what her future is like. You know, because you're already two seasons in, you know, two whole seasons in, and she barely to does not see the floor. Kelsey always saw the floor. It was a different kind of mix over there. I mean, she was playing 20 plus minutes a game every year. You don't see that from this side. And I just, I want her career to be able to turn around and to at least get another fair shake. And, you know, if she can't hack it, then, you know, you just got to go get in the gym or something, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, and figure it out somehow if, if you can, but, I want it to work, and I don't want her to be this this sore thumb that sticks out when people go back and look at the the list of all the WNBA draft picks over the years who are going number one, and like even the next the next couple that were going to be over one. Like you don't even you don't even have to worry about like this year's number one, Aaliyah Boston. Like that's going to be surefire. Yeah, like that's no question. She's going to be a dope WNBA player. I mean, that's, we we've been talking knows. we've been talking the last two seasons that when she was yeah. eligible, she was going to be the number one pick. There's and, no question in my mind that she's and, a surefire. And then 2024, you got Caitlin Clark coming mm-hmm. out. I mean, like, that's, yeah. I mean, she's getting another no brainer. Just yeah. dominating the game for years. I mean, she's ready yeah. to go. She could, she could be playing in it probably right now. Yeah. She could, she but, could be, she could be drafted, you know, number she, two behind Aaliyah Boston this year. Yeah. For sure. She would definitely be, that's where she would be right now. Yeah. But like, you got prolific number ones that you know are going to contribute for years coming up. Like, mm-hmm. there's no question that anybody's going to pick anybody over Leah Boston. There's no question, at least right now, unless something happens that nobody's going to pick anybody over Caitlin Clark for 2024. Yeah. Um, you know, there are some other players coming out. Um, I want to say that Paige. Yeah. Paige Beckers at some point, I think maybe. And yeah. FUD might be in that class as well. I'm not sure if they're 24 or 25. Yeah. Might be 25, but you know, Caitlin Clark's still in the lead regardless right now. I mean, she's yeah. the healthiest of all those players anyway, so she's sticking yeah. at 24 at number one. And what right she's been now, able to so. do with all the triple doubles that she's putting up and just kind of, you know, that when Iowa has really, you know, gone when she goes, when when she's 
you know, when somebody's able to kind of keep her in check, Iowa has just not found that secondary weapon. So that should show you how good of a player she's been is, you know, maybe Iowa's, you know, got a problem where they can't find anybody else, you know, when she is, is kind of clamped, but that's something that she can work on, but that's also something that she, she's got to have some, you know, somebody else to kind of step up and, and, and be, uh, you know, making plays when, when all the attention's on her. And that won't be the case in the WNBA. And I'm, and I'm going to make sure that I don't, again, feel like I'm pointing the finger at Charlie mm-hmm. as well. Cause like when she started off the year, like she was, she was getting the minutes, getting, you know, getting those bumps, getting those learning lessons early. And then, you know, just a certain point just got taken out of, out of the rotation, you know, and just yeah. never got the chance to be back out there. So, I mean, a lot of people have been clamoring free Charlie ever since. And, you know, rightfully so. I mean, she's a fan favorite amongst, you know, Dallas. I mean, she grew up in Texas. Um, I had dreams yeah. of being the number one pick and all that. And yeah. you know, like I said, it's loved by the fans. So I don't yeah. know, man, you know, we'll, we'll see what her career turns into. And if she, uh, if she's still on this roster going into the season, makes it through training camp and um it's and, and see what's going to happen with the rest of her career um, yeah but uh but yeah that's uh that's that shout out to uh all those number one picks absolutely um not not you know there even even you know now i i don't think there's anything you know wrong with ryan howard being on that list and, and she had a, a great rookie season but even last year drew we were we were you know you and i were kind of talking and maybe not debating, but we, we had some general discussions that there was an argument to be made that you can, you know, depending upon which team ended up with the number one pick, you might not be taking Ryan Howard. You might be taking Alyssa Smith and we wouldn't have kind of had a problem with it either way. So, you know, it, it's, it's kind of intriguing, you know, going back through the last 10 years, how many were kind of no doubters. And then the last two years, there've been some, some, question marks surrounding the number one pick where the, these this year and next year it doesn't seem to be that that's going to be the case and now it's time for with it or quit it yeah that very famous show that everybody loves so much um with it or quit it i'm back in the saddle with the questions back in the saddle again my last page of this book all right, by Lynn. All right. Number one, BJ. You, Mr. BJ Laudermilk, once thought about being a coach at some point in your life as a career. With it or quit it? Um, probably. I'm trying to recall before I give you a definitive. I feel like you would know. I, I, I feel like I wouldn't have the the patience or the mental fortitude to be a good coach. Like I might, might've thought about being, you know, a coach, but I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if I've got the chops for it. It is, you know, a very tough job and, you know, and I, I don't consider myself to be motivational or anything like that. So, you know, I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I, I may have considered it. I just, that wasn't kind of, you know, for me, it's for, pretty long time i i knew what i wanted to do but i can't remember if you know before that i might have been wanted to be a coach uh i think the best case for me would have been a video game coach so i'm gonna say quit it drew yeah yeah that's probably the way i would have leaned you towards since we're not sure whether we did it or not yeah but 
you know, some people, I just wanted to gauge and see, because some people haven't even thought about being certain things before, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, like if I would have said, BJ, uh, you once thought about being an athletic trainer, with it or quit it, you'd be like, oh, no, no, I haven't done that not once. Nope. I, I, I worked, I worked with athletic trainers, and in fact, my brother in high school was an athletic trainer. Well, so gosh, I, dang, I have a you lot. ruined my example, BJ. I, I was just trying to pick something. <laughs> just go along with it. Well, okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. But no. <laughs> but uh, number two, you, Mr. BJ Laudermilk, prefer your water at room temperature as opposed to ice cold. With it or quit it? I hate to go two for two to start off, but I'm going to quit it again. Oh, you like do. I do, I do, do put the ice cold water in now. I don't, you know, necessarily, unless I'm really parched and, and wanting to get rehydrated, I don't, you know, I, I will like drink it all in like one gulp, but I'll, I'll have a lot of ice and I'll let it sit. I'll be drinking, sipping on it. And then the ice melts. And so it ends up becoming room temperature. And then I just down the rest and go get more. But, mm-hmm. you know, when I start off with a fresh glass of water, it's, it's ice cold. So. There you go. Well, yeah. let's see. Maybe you'll maybe you'll quit it on all of them. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. know. I, have I done that before? I've... I think maybe. Yeah, I we, think, I think I you you quit them all before you with it them all. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I, I can't remember. <laughs> Number three. A new player in athletes unlimited will win this year, with it or quit it. So players off the top that I guess I could. Maybe mm-hmm. eliminate for well, gosh, Lee, I took away the rosters, didn't I? Wait, no, I didn't. Oh. So players, I could eliminate for you to help you out. Natasha Cloud would not count. Mm-hmm. Essence Carson, uh, Courtney Williams, Izzy, uh, Rebecca Harris, Ty Young, Sydney Colson, Lexi Brown, Taj Cole, Odyssey Sims, Kelsey Mitchell. Yeah. yeah, most notable names that cannot was... that would not win. So you're left. Let me give you the the better WNBA players to help you make a decision. Okay. Jordan Canada, Nas Hillman, Laysha Clarendon, Teresa Playsant, uh, Crystal Bradford, uh, Alicia Gray, Veronica Burton, Lexi Hall, Nalissa Smith, or Kirsten Bell. Oh, I hate I hate to go three for three. I really do. I'm 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 thinking that it, I'm leaning towards somebody who's going to win it again. But I do like a couple of the options that you listed. You know, especially mm-hmm. Melissa Smith, Alicia Gray. So mm-hmm. I'll I'll go ahead and and I'll go out there. I'll be gutsy. I'm going to stay with it. Let's go. Okay, who are you picking then? I, I'll go Alicia. I think Alicia okay, Gray is going to be a very good choice. To, Alicia to Gray to yeah. win it in AU yeah. this year. That's big like time. Yeah. Big time selection, BJ. I mean, sticking yeah. with those guns. Final, final answer? Final answer. Final answer. Okay, final, final answer. answer. There you go. All right. Well, number four. You know, we talked about this trade already, BJ, in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Marina Mabry now in Chicago. Mm-hmm. My question is, BJ, are you with it or are you going to quit it that Marina Mabry will be an all-star this year in Chicago under James Wade? My goodness, man. Good questions. Good questions today. Um, You know, it's – at this this stage, Drew, it's, it's kind of a complete crapshoot because there's so many talented players – you're gonna have a lot. Uh, the big, the big three that are in New York are gonna get at least two, maybe all three. 
get all-star nods. Vegas is going to get a few as well. If, if there is one representative from each team, I don't believe this is the case, Drew. I don't think that they, you know, that they have to take one from every team. Uh-huh. As, it's, as it stands right now, Sky's best chance of getting an all-star is probably Marina Mabry. Ooh. Probably. Oh, what about but, the finals MVP from 2021? Yeah, Kalea Copper. Mm, yeah. Former all-star Courtney Williams out there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. No, with it you're gonna quit it. Oh, okay. No all star for Marina Mabry this year. Okay. Prove me wrong, Marina. <laughs> there, there's the motivation she needs. He clipped this for James Wade, like <laughs> BJ over here. No. He does not believe. Send, send, send all hate mail to the Twitter at linked on screen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and this one, number five. I almost didn't get my fifth one on here today. I forgot about it until the last second. Yeah, go, man. Uh, what you it's, doing? It's, what you I was doing? struggling with with it or quit it to get today. And you said these are great questions. That's that's awesome. Well, the, yeah, the first, few at least, the, the first few at least have been. So. Oh, you didn't like that last one? Oh. No, I, no, I, I was. I mean, that one was a good one too because it made me think. But it might might all come tumbling down depending on what, what question number five is. Uh, <laughs> number five. You, Mr. BJ, prefer to be the wheelman on long road trips as opposed to the passenger who is navigating with it or quit it? Well, I mean, so the funny thing is, is that, you know, a lot of the times when I, it's, you know, if I'm making a long road trip, I, uh, you know, it's most of the time it's just me in the car. So I have to drive. Um, but for the longer road trips that I've traveled with people, not by design, cause I don't mind driving, but I've been the passenger. So I, I'm kind of, you know, I'm at a, trying to find the right way to respond to this cause I don't mind driving, but I also don't mind not driving. You know, it, what it is your really, preference? I mean, it just depends on the length of the road trip, like where four I'm going. Hours. If, 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 you know, four hours, four hours, you're going to Houston. I mean, it also depends on who I'm in the car with, honestly. But yeah, if it's just me, then I have to drive. But um, now, if it if it's you and me, if it's you and me, let's let's say that. Let's if it's you and me, Drew, I'll drive. You, you okay with that? Pick something. I'll 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 stick with it. I'll I'll drive. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Deal. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is with it or quit it. And. I wish we had some cool music right now. Let me see if I can find something in there to, to get this going. Uh, I don't know if it's going to hit right. Yeah, now that'll work. We're retiring the Lowdown Notebook. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been through a lot. Trials and tribulations. It has not been wet, damaged, <laughs> thrown stomped on or anything like that it has endured and withstood the test of time this notebook is in the hall of fame the lowdown hall of fame standing in the hall of fame this is a finalist you know what we need to have we need to have an induction day 
This is a fi- this is our first finalist <laughs> to the Hall of Fame. This note the note the notebook. The, the notebook. The notebook. The notebook. The notebook. And it's got the sticker on it as well, it's Drew. Got the sticker. One of these bad boys right here. Yes. Yes. Stand in the Hall of Fame. Stand in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And the world's gonna know your name. <laughs> the notebook. Well, what a fantastic career and a storied retirement for The Notebook. We'll be looking for a fresh start next week, Drew. And if you're looking for a fresh start with some apparel, Drew, you know where you can go. So Mm. we're to our good friends at Fanatics right now. We've got a 24-hour sale. Got a few more hours going on. Up to 65% off site-wide by using promo code CABIN, C-A-B-I-N. We talked about it last week. The Super Bowl merchandise still available for those Chiefs fans out there. Maybe you want to get some college hoops gear as we get closer and closer to March Madness. One of the best times of year for playing hooky and and not paying attention at school because basketball is going on all day. Baseball spring training is going to take place and it's already started for pitchers and catchers. Yeah, you want your Jacob deGrom merchandise is a Texas Ranger jersey. Look on no further than going over to Fanatics. You can find it all and so much more. All that you want to your heart's desire can be found at Fanatics. But if that's not your style, Drew, maybe you want a sticker or you want to rep the lowdown instead. How can we uh, How can we make that happen for him, Drew? You get over to T Public. You got a sale going on right now. Uh, t-shirts discounted to $16. Hop on that while you can get them while they're hot uh you know you're going into the the months that are starting to heat up a little bit the past few days aside from today mm-hmm. have been pretty warm out here bj yeah. spring and is you know, coming. spring is coming we're less than a month away from spring break for those kiddos and whoever else actually has off during spring break we don't we don't get that couple two three weeks maybe yeah, yeah unless you're a teacher that's the only ones that are mm-hmm. off on spring break uh they have so many breaks it's crazy these days but anyway, go get yourself get yourself prepared. You can go ahead and get you some tank tops. Get ready for that. If you got your beach body already, you done got done with bulking season. You've been cutting. Get you some tank tops. You can wear them in the gym. You don't have to wear them outside just yet. I know it's not warm enough, but it's okay. Go get yourself hooked up. Get that merch. Get your stickers like BJ. Get you a pillow like us. Get a t-shirt. Get a tank top. Get whatever while it's hot. Yes, sir. That. We're always thankful for the support, whether it's for on sure. Fanatics, T Public, or just by you listening right now, wherever you may be listening. We want to appreciate you. And, and like Drew mentioned, a couple weeks away from uh, you know spring break, March Madness, getting some more college hoops involved here. Not too far in the distant future, but hoops action is heating up. So get your best place with DraftKings. Get you some merch over on Fanatics or at T Public, and most importantly, Drew, don't forget to check us out on social medias. Yes, follow us on social media at the underscore lowdown. That's T H A, T H A underscore lowdown on Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Perfect. Give us those follows, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, one little quick thing, just a quick blip before we head out of here, guys. We're 15 episodes away from 100. That wilt. Wow. That, that 100. 
Man, so I'm sure that's that's going to be dropping sometime during the summer mm-hmm. with the way things are going. If I could math things up. Uh, I was going to so, say, probably three, early three summer. months, three, almost four months away. It would yeah. Be early June, maybe. Early parts of the summer. Mm-hmm. So get stay, stay tuned for that. Uh, that might be the day we throw in the, the Hall of Fame inductions. That'd be our <laughs> Hall of Fame episode on 100. The uh, the lowdown, the Hall of Fame inductions <laughs> on episode 100 but once again ladies and gentlemen appreciate you guys for listening we love you we'll catch you next time on another edition of the lowdown sports show i'm doing the Kyrie. (laughs) peace